Hi, this is Bob Sorrentino from Italian Roots in Genealogy, and I'm here today with John Poverino, and we're going to talk about uh, his research and his family. So welcome, John. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I could, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's an exciting thing to start to see, you know, where your family comes from. So uh, it gets very confusing, though, I'll tell you that. So any help is always greatly appreciated. Uh, no, good. And that's, you know, that's what I try to do is try to help everybody learn from everybody else. And if I remember correctly, you're pretty new to this whole thing, yeah? I I just started it, you know, probably about a month ago. And, uh, you know, I knew about dual citizenship. I have, I heard about it and I was like, you know, I just, I want to know more. Now, I knew my mom's um, mother and father when I was little, but I never knew anything about my dad's side because they they had passed before uh, I was born. So this is the side that's so interesting for me. Um, And that family search, uh, the group on Facebook really helps so that's how it all started. And now, you know, I found out that uh, Mariana uh, Pavarino, Angelina Pavarino, and they were all from a creed, Cosenza, uh, Italy. And uh, I'm like, okay, because I knew we were, the family was from Calabria. So what I printed out is I have Declaration of Intention, Petition for Naturalization, I have where my grandfather was born, the year. I have uh, the, the 1930 U.S. Census. So I'm finding all this interesting stuff, and I'm like, this is just too much. So uh, the question is, am I a viable candidate to keep going with this, or it's just nice to know, you know, for the family? So you mean uh, to get the citizenship? Yeah, is that what you? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would keep pursuing it, and uh, if you know, if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, uh, hopefully it does. But at least my kids got something to, to follow and, and pursue. You know, I think it would be terrific. Uh, yeah, you know, and I, I just started. I should have done it a long time ago, and I, I just, I never did. Uh, and I'm, yeah. and I'm. I'm good to go, but I'm I'm the, kind of thinking the same way. You know, I'm older than you, but um, yeah. I want to do it so the kids have it because you know you, you you never know, and it's great for them to have it too. Uh, but you know, as long yeah. as you know, when you go back to the grandparents, the way it works right. on the on the father's side is as long as your father was born. Uh, before your grandfather naturalized as a U.S. citizen, you're okay. So that's yeah, the key, and that's that's where I'm at. That that has happened. I mean, I'm I'm right in line with that. So that you know, when you go, when you're looking at Facebook, it, like I said, everybody's asking these questions. I'm like, oh my god, my head is swimming, <laughs> and um, yeah, you know it, and uh, so it looks like. He naturalized. My dad was born in December 25th, 1915. And the naturalization 
29th of October, 1934. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, Am I, so, am, so am I correct? Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then yeah. You could, that's the same, the same case with, with me. My, uh, my father was born in uh, 23, and my grandfather naturalized, yeah. and I think, um, I think it was 34 or 35, somewhere, somewhere in the 30s anyway. Um, so yeah. So now, yeah. did you did you start the research because you wanted to get the citizenship, or you started it because you just wanted to find out, you know, more about the ancestors? Bob, well, this is crazy because I get like I went to Italy ten, eleven years ago. I went to Rome, uh, to Venice for ten days. Just went through all. Of it. Went to the countryside. Went to the Vatican. I did the whole thing. And one night I was getting ready to go out, and it was cooler. It was in October. It was just beautiful. And we might have been in uh, a door or whatever, and I'm putting on a turtleneck, and, you know, my hair's curling, and, I'm look, and I look at myself, and I go, oh, this comes over me, and I go, I belong here. <laughs> I feel like I'm at home. I know, right? The wave, <laughs> came over, the, the wave came over me, and I went, my God, I... I belong here. And, you know, I took Italian in school for about two, three years, and I, it started to come back to me. Because, you know, when mom and dad was alive, I was able to talk to them and keep it going. But, you know, when, when everybody's gone, you lose it. So I was able to get through the days. And, you know, each day would get easier and easier. So that kind of kept the, the the light burning inside and then I started I said you know it's just so everything's getting so hot here in the states and I'm like I talked to my wife I said we're going to Italy we're out of here <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I had some friends who bought some houses uh you know for the for the dollar you know that that Oh, that, yeah, uh, really, yeah. That deal they were offering, they did it. Wow. And I'm all about stuff like that. And they bought two homes. They had 50000 U.S. invested in both homes. That's after remodeling. So now they have a place to live three months out of the year. And then they VRBO the other ones. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, this, you, you know, People go, oh, they're dreamers. No, it's not dreaming. You can do this. And I'm that type of person, and my wife's that type of person. And I'm like, I need to research more. So that's how this all came about. So my, the, the question is, what's my next step? You know, I have these papers. Do I need to get the official records? Do I need to try and get his birth certificate? Um, you know, that's where I'm kind of stuck on right now, you know? Yeah. So, so, it, I mean, it is a very precise process. I mean, you do have Correct. to have, you, you do have to have what they call like the, the long form on the birth certificate and it has to have the, the seal on it and then it has to be all translated. Correct. So, um, yeah. you know, I, I interviewed, I've interviewed a couple of lawyers and one of them offered, you know, he said he, he do, He'd do everything for me. Um, I just had to pay for the, you know, to get the the original birth certificates and all of that. So I'm kind of probably two-thirds of the way yeah. collecting all of that. 
Um, but yeah, it has okay. to be, and everything has to be very, very precise. I, a lot okay. of people are trying to, you know, like the people I know that are in touch with the Italian government is saying it, you should lighten up a little bit, you know, make it a little bit easier for us to, to, uh, to do this. Yeah. But yeah. so far, you know, you need the, your, your parents' birth certificates and marriage license, a marriage certificate and your, you know, your grandfather yeah. and grandmother, uh, and all that, and everything has to match and all of that stuff. So it's, you know, not impossible Correct. to do it Correct. on your own, but it is, it is tough. But the good news is when you get it done, you used to have to wait for the, an appointment at the consulate, which is now, and especially like in New York city and California is, you know, four or five right. years wait. Yeah. Um, there's two other ways of doing it. One is once you have everything done, you can uh, establish residence in Italy for 45 days. So as long right. as you live there for 45 days, you know, you don't have to go through the council. Yeah. You just have to register and all of that. And then there's a third way, which is you could petition yeah. the Italian court um, right. to, to speed up the process because the consulates are taking too long. So, um, yeah. but like you said, the first step is getting all that paperwork done, getting it all translated and, and all of that kind of stuff, you know? Um, Correct. But, and, but, and then there's a fellow, I guess people, some people use, like he goes by 007 or something. I guess he's over in Italy. And I had conversation with him, you know, just through instant messenger. And he says, if, you, if I can help you in any way to get, obtain forms, you know, uh, such as such. I said, okay. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll keep this in mind, you know. So, so I'm dabbling in all of that, you know. And uh, that, so it's like I got to make a list and I got to just be precise on all of it. Yeah. And Francesco is my, one of my best friends in Italy. I interviewed him. Okay. That, yeah. That's about a, yeah. Yeah. About a year and a half ago, I interviewed him. And we've been in touch oh, ever great. since. And since then, yeah. uh, when we were there, yeah. you know, two months ago, uh, he lives about 20 minutes from Cefalu in Sicily. And uh, he met us for lunch right. and he, we were with him for four hours. And him and his friend oh. Andrea took us around Cefalu. And uh, yeah. we had a great time. We had a fantastic time. He's, he's really a super guy. Uh, a really, really nice guy and fun. A really he fun guy. Seems, yeah, he seems like it. And I had told him, I said, look, I said, Calabria, you know, I know uh, Calabria. And then now that I know it's a Cree, Cosenza, um, I says, I, I got I to gotta ask you a question. I says, my last name is uh, pretty popular in Calabria. And, uh, he says, not to worry. He says, you know, if, uh, he says, there's a lot of names that pop up that are, uh, you know, um, I says, do you think am I, I'm going to run into problems with this? And, uh, he says, no, you should be fine. And, uh, cause that was one consideration, you know, it's, it's a very well-known name, my last name, especially in Calabria. And, uh, I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to get, uh, you know, judged or something. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's he's a yeah. like I said, he's a he's a great guy, and uh, we had so much fun with him when we were there. And and uh, you know, he'll do he'll do a good job for you. That's for sure. No, no okay. question about okay. that. Yeah. So so when yeah. so you went to Italy, you did the the regular tourist thing, and that's what I did the first time we were there. We did the whole tourist thing. We went to Rome. We went to Sorrento. 
my son was just a baby. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I tell everybody that's not the real Italy. The real Italy is when you actually get to the hometowns oh, yeah. and see those people and meet yeah. those people. Uh, and you know, we had an amazing trip, um, in June. It was yeah. beyond belief. We'll be right back. Italian Roots and Genealogy is proudly sponsored by Your Dolce Vita and Dawn Matera, connecting people to their purpose in life and continuing their legacy. For more information, contact Dawn at www.yourdolcevita.com. Well, it was a pilgrimage to the Catholic Church from in St. Augustine, Florida. And the lady I was dating at the time, she said, would you like to go on a pilgrimage? I said, well, give me the scoop. She says, it's 10 days, you know, airfare, uh, hotels, blah, 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 blah. You know, we go from Rome to Venice. And back then, she says, $3,200. I couldn't count it fast enough. I'm like, <laughs> count me in, you know. So we go, and... I'm telling you, if you're if you're a spiritual person or not a spiritual, when the first church I walked into, tears came out, just started running down my face, because I work, I I used to do pottery for five years, I used to do woodwork, and um, so I'm I'm a craftsman, and 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 I see the beauty in it, and it just blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god. And here's these huge granite uh, and marble and, and, and these columns. That people must have been looking at me going, what's with this guy? I'm hugging these things and I'm feeling, uh, what I'm feeling for is any, any defectiveness, anything, schemes, anything. I can't find nothing. I'm like, I don't think we could reproduce them with the equipment we have today. It just blew my mind. So the beauty, the catacombs, the Vatican. And then when we got in the countryside, that's, that's where Rome's crazy. You know, it's like New York City. And we had the best bus driver's name was Paulo and he's driving. So, you know, you've got one lane coming one way, one lane coming the other way. And then what's on the middle lane is the scooters. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm a nervous wreck. And I wasn't even driving the bus. <laughs> I says, I hope they pay you well because you are amazing. And you know, the size of the streets, he's taking one of these big buses down the streets. I'm like, Oh my God. So, it was just a wonderful experience. And I had a good friend who was from Greece, Ari. And Ari said, you know what? When you come back from Europe, you're going to be a changed man. And I was. It's true. I yeah. was. Yeah. You know, and I'm a chef by trade, okay? And <clears throat> when I came back, I, I told my buddies, because we do a lot of wedding catering. We used to do in St. Augustine. I said, we're doing it all wrong. You know, all these heavy sauces, the Americanized form of everything, you know, uh, heavy sauces. I says, everything is natural, light sauces. You know, it's just totally different. So I did. I came back changed. And 
that's why there's something in me. I don't know if it's mom, dad, or my grandparents bugging me in the back of my head going, you need to keep going with this. Because literally, I I have to be related to somebody there with all the Pavarinos there. You get my point? And oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to go. I got to go. I, I would actually leave. The wife and I would actually pack up and leave today. I could live that simple I told her, I said, it's totally just simplicity. Uh, you know, you're walking through small streets, the beauty of that, but simplicity. You know, uh, here in America, you know, we're, we're spoiled. It's in excess of everything. So there, it's just the beauty and the simplicity of life. And take the time. You know, between one and four, you better be out of them shops. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the time. <laughs> <laughs> they'll throw you out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, no, I could. Good. Yeah, no, and, and uh, to your point, I mean, we came back the same way. I mean, we were there 25 years yeah. ago, and we didn't really see the, the beauty and stuff like that because of where we were. My son was yeah. a, a, a kid, but, you know, we were back two days, and we're walking down the street over here, and we, we live in New Jersey. We're three blocks from the water. I mean, it's nice. And my wife said, Where in Jersey? I'm in Bradley Beach. So just just okay, south of Asbury okay. Park, if you know where Asbury Park is. Okay, yeah. I was I was born in Newark. We moved to Bloomfield. Then we settled in Fairfield up there, West Colwell, Essex Fells, up that way. And then my aunt was oh, uh, we always went for down the shore for the summer, and she had a place in Point Pleasant. So, oh um, yeah, so, it was yeah, fun right. times. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was fun times. But yeah, you were you were changed when you came back, weren't you? Uh, yeah, and and you know to your to your point, you know about the 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 we had uh, in Naples, we had John Franco, who was like a fabulous driver, and he's backing down yeah. these alleyways like with oh my with, God. with a half an inch between the mirrors, backing up, and, <laughs> and and then you know they have those these narrow little alleys. We stayed in we stayed yeah. in the historic center, and yeah. you know we learned very quickly, don't try and dodge the vespers. They'll go around you. Yeah. But if you try to yeah. get out of their way, that doesn't work too well. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. They are amazing. So, so no, that's, that's, that's what's going. And so I appreciate you inviting me to do this because the more I learn, I'm just, I'm like, okay, I gotta, you know, as a chef, we're always planning, you know, and once we get that plan in our head, we're able yeah. to execute it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm on the fact-finding mission to get this done and get it right. And, you know, the, the payoff will come one day when I get it done. And, uh, you know, well, but like I the, said, when the problem you is, start reading the problem is, John, you're never done. Yeah. <laughs> you're never done. <laughs> you're well, always, well, that's what I mean. You're always looking. There's always something that, that pops up. But, you know, I, I, um, I, I spent my whole career in banking, but 1989, I... Uh, I had, I went to the New York Restaurant School uh, for a year. Yeah. Uh, and okay. So, so I know what you mean about the you know planning and the food over there is is very simple, yeah. very few ingredients, all fresh ingredients. Yep. And the, the funny thing yep. is, I forget who it was and where we were, but uh, we we remarked something about the food, and and uh, somebody said, yeah. well. You know, you Americans, you make your sauce with ketchup. <laughs> we, we had, we, we're not that bad. You know? <laughs> well, you know, 
I got to tell you a funny story. I, I used to own a restaurant. I opened a time restaurant. I used to travel around when General Mills owned Olive Gardens here and um, Red Lobster. You know, you, you would see Red Lobster and then you'd see Olive Garden. Uh, and uh, I used to travel around and open them up. So they reorganized the company. So that meant, you know what that means. It's going to get sold. So in 91, I opened up Marina's, which is my oldest daughter, uh, an Italian restaurant, and uh, I opened it up in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And uh, it was a show. They would come to see if I was working because, you know, the hollering and everything, that's what they came to see. <laughs> so I had a waitress come back and she goes, do we have any ketchup? And I said, this is an Italian restaurant. What do we need ketchup for? She says, the fella needs it for his spaghetti. Oh, that was it. You know, I was young, hot-headed. I'm like, get out. Go to Shoney's. Get out of here. <laughs> the guy's like, he said, I want the corporate number. I says, I am the corporate number. Get out. <laughs> but ketchup, oh, my God. So how did my you father want, how was you... rolling in his grave. How'd you wind up in Tennessee? Would open an Italian restaurant in Tennessee well, of all places? It, it, it's it's my journey was crazy. In in I was in Jersey. I left Jersey in '78. My older brother uh, lived in uh, Winter Park, Florida, and my older brother Joe and I did everything with Joe. Steve's the middle one. You know, there's always one in the middle. That's there's me. always yeah, one in the family. Yeah. yeah, there's one in the family that's just like. Eh, so Joe and I did everything. So I says, I'm going to Florida. Now, the funny thing is, since I was two and a half, we would go to Florida. And I mean, for the whole summer. And when I say we go, aunts, uncles, grandparents, I mean, the whole mob went for the whole summer. Just wonderful memories of this. And we'd stay off of Collins Ave in Miami Beach. There was a place called the the pink flamingo it was the whole place was pink like a flamingo, but that was my favorite, uh, my dad's favorite spot to stay. So great memories. So in '78, I moved down and I go with. I learned a pool business with my brother. You know, we're doing pools and spas, and you know, I learned all that for about ten years, and then I started looking around. You know, I'm in early twenties, and I'm going. I'm looking at these guys and they look like leather. And I'm like, mm. I don't want to look like that. So there was a chain. Do you remember the chain, uh, Bennigan's? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They were looking for bartenders. They were opening a new place in Castleberry. I went to get a job and I became bar manager and it just expanded from there. That's how I got into the restaurant. And, uh, <clears throat> I have culinary training. I used to substitute uh, culinary and everything. So I, I got into it pretty heavy. I really like it. And what we have, and, and my son Dominic has this, and I have two girls. Selena is the middle one. Marina's the oldest one. But they all have the passion. And you've got to have that passion. You can't teach that, unfortunately, in culinary. You can teach skills and everything, but you've got to have the heart. And when you got the heart, you know, I'd watch the old man cook, and I'm like, Dad, how much did you put of, uh, you know? He goes, ah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, there was no measurements, okay? Now, Mom did the baking 
where baking's more of a science. So yes, you do have to measure and be right, you know, but, and then the weird things we used to eat, Bob, I'd come home, I'd go, what's, what smells good, man? You know, something really smells good. He goes, open the broiler, mm-hmm. pull open the broiler. There's, there's calves heads in, in half. <laughs> oh, <Ugabusel>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, what are these? He goes, oh, they're going to be good. You know, eel marinating in wine. You know, to me, that's a snake. I, I hate snakes, you know. So all the stuff we were, uh, you know, we were shown. And I always tried with the kids, hey, just try it. See if you like it, you know. So that's how the love of all this came about. So that's how I wound up. I got in with uh, General Mills, and they they sent me all around to open up all these stores. I'd get them staffed. I'd get them running, move to the next one, you know. And then uh, when they said we're going to reorganize, that's when I decided to open my own place. And I was up. They sent me up to Nashville. So I was outside of Nashville, about 30 minutes outside and marinas, if you look it up in Murfreesboro, it's still in business today. My, my, uh, we had a couple of uh, customers that bought it, uh, Doug and Patty, and God bless them, with their five kids. They're running it all these years. I mean, that's a legacy. I always, you know, you you always forget what you did, what mark you made in the world. And I go back and I look at the pictures of it. And uh, so right now I'm in. I'm in uh, North Carolina. I live there. My kids are still in St. Aug. But uh, Marina's is about three hours from us. So we're going to take a ride one day. And I'm going to surprise Doug because he won't recognize me. And I'm going to go, you know, ever since John left, this place has gone downhill. (laughs) He'll die when he sees me, you know. But uh, it's a legacy. It's still there. So... That's, that's how that's, that's how it all came about. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it was great. And then what happened was it got real popular because the the country stars didn't want the notoriety in Nashville, so they started the songwriters and some of the country stars started coming up on the weekends because we kept it low key, and you know nobody bugged them there, so it became very popular. So it's a good legacy, man. It, it really is. I'm I'm proud of it. You know. Oh, that's good. Well, that's something to be proud of. I know there's a, I'm, I don't remember the name. We used to go to an Italian place in St. Augustine. And the only way I could describe it, it was very green inside. And it had a front entrance and a back entrance. You could all go on one street or the other street. That's all I remember about it. And they had very good pizza. Oh, God. I don't remember there's the a, name. I don't remember yeah, the name. There's a meat cheese. There's a meat cheese. There's the, the pizza place down, downtown. If you were downtown walking on St. George Street, there was... Uh, Dominic's place. He was from Brooklyn, New York. Um, it was a yes, pizzeria. That place I, yeah, that place I know. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah, be you can go in the front or the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but there was a couple good ones. Yeah, there was a couple good ones, and uh, uh, it's all good. It's all good. But uh, you know, it's amazing what we learn throughout the years. But it's nice to be able to teach and, and spread the word. You know, and like I said, all my all my kids I'm for, uh, not unfortunately, but they're all in the restaurant business one way or the other. And I used to go, use your brains, not your body. But <laughs> that didn't work too well. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you they know, don't it's, listen. It's, it, you need this, you know, you need the same passion for things to, 
to be in the restaurant business as you do when you're doing genealogy research because it's yeah. it's it's exciting and it's <laughs> yes. ups and downs and, and all of that kind of stuff. But you know, like you said earlier, you could give ten people the same recipe. And only one or two of them yeah. are going to come out, and then you're going to say, "Wow, this is really good." And I learned that in school. I, everybody tried very hard, but I, yeah. my, myself yeah. and maybe two others out of a class of I want to say, fifteen or sixteen, uh, right. really could put the stuff together. Everybody else, it, it wasn't. A, how do I explain it? It was a struggle for them to cook. Where me, it's not. I mean, I just yeah. like it, yeah. you know. I used to watch my well, my aunts and my mother and everybody cook. Yeah. So, yeah, and you know what popular popularized everything was these shows, the chef shows. You know, these kids thought they were going to come out and they're going to make a hundred thousand a year, and no, you're going to start off as a dishwasher and you're going to work your way through the ranks. You know, and what was funny when I used to substitute, substitute uh, teach. I was kind of the rebel of, cause you know, we'd all have the board meeting before classes and stuff. And I go, why are we teaching these kids how to make a cucumber into a swan? <laughs> well, I don't see, I don't do see that. anything. Yeah. Now in Asian cooking, I, I really believe they go to, they go to art school before, and they learn art artistry because just their their garnishes are gorgeous before they even learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just beautiful. But so my question to them was: we need to teach them the real world because don't forget you got you got chefs and a lot of chefs look good on paper. Okay, they look good on paper, but they can't cook too good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, like the general, they got all the stars and stripes, right? And, uh, but, uh, you know, some of them more questionable. So on a Friday, I would tell the class, I go, okay, you got a weekend assignment. And I'd go, well, you familiar with Waffle House? Yeah, 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 sure. Bob, yeah, yeah. okay. So I would go, I want you to all go to Waffle House, bring me the receipts on Monday so I know that you went. And I said, I want you to w- watch the cooks. So they went. So on Mondays we talk about it. I said, "Listen, okay, here's the here's the scenario. I'm on a very busy restaurant. I'm on the line. I'm cooking. I'm busy. I need good backup. Who am I going to pick? Number one in the class. This kid does good on exams, on on presentations. Number one, this that, or the Waffle House cook. And a lot of them guess which one they pick. Yeah, the, the number one. Yeah. A student. Yeah. A student. That's how they're. I'm like." Well, now half of you are wrong because I want the Waffle House to cook. I said, let's talk about the Waffle House to cook. The waitress stands there and goes, I need this chopped dice, smothered, covered, this two eggs up, boop, up, boop. I said, is he writing anything down? And they all went, no. I don't think in my prime I could have done that. That's the amazing i'll go there every so often just to watch them it's artistry it's artistry they remember it it's on the plate it's out hot and fresh mm-hmm. that to me is what it's about that's what passion is about okay and you can't teach that so so that's my little story of uh, the waffle house and the students <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so it's all good though. So, um, so now since since you've been doing the ancestry thing, um, have you found anything that you didn't know about us that surprised you yet? Well, you know, I sent you those couple pictures of the family, and I found the headstone. Did you see the headstone? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Never knew. I was on family search and I put in pictures and that popped up and I went, Oh my God. So unfortunately, you know, my older brother passed away. My brother, Steve doesn't know too much about it. So I'm trying to find out what cousins, you know, might know more about this. Uh, but I know it's somewhere in Jersey that they're very, so that's what I, that's what, that's the next step. I need to find out this. And that's what I'm working on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm like, oh, my God, there it is. This, this is real life. You know, this is real. This is, this is not something I'm dreaming about. This is actually real. So it's yeah. always well, yeah. a surprise, man. Yeah, you have to go on. You have to go on. Uh, just go on Facebook and start, you know, hunting down pulverinos and, you know, see, see yeah. what pops up. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll find somebody yeah. doing the same thing. I, I, I found... I found a lot of people, you know, like that, especially right. some of the, the some of the people in Italy, just by going out there yeah. and saying this was my great grandfather, and people came back and said, "Yeah, I, you know, you know, I know who that is." What I'd love is a, uh, what I'd love is a Pomerino from from Calabria. Go, yeah, you're part of the family. Then I can go in and go, "Hey, I'm part of the family. Can I move in?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you were talking oh. about the houses before. And we went to we went to Montebello in Calabria, which um, my um, yeah my grandmother's uh, great grandfather. They were the he was the Baron there in this these two towns, Montebello and Fasado. Okay. And uh, we went there, and we went to Montebello first, and um, yeah. we came we came out they had this whole thing in the square and the music and we went into church and we came out and then when we yeah. were leaving the person who had helped us set up everything Letizia said um I think it's it I don't know if it's, I think his name is Nicola but I don't remember uh yeah. he said he has a house for you for free and he'll fix it up oh. and you could yeah. have it now it's <laughs> It's it's um, he actually sent me some pictures and and um, I said to him I said I you know I, I can't take a house from you I said yeah. but I said if we can what would be nice to do is if we if you fix the house we'll come and visit and we'll get people to come there so that they could come yeah. to the town and see the town and see how wonderful it is I mean when we were yeah. there they they I mean everything you said earlier about fresh they laid out a spread for us. That was oh. the homemade cheese, homemade wine, homemade home yeah. cured olives, homemade olive oil, yeah. homemade bread. Uh, oh. and, and then the capicola was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And I and I said, yeah. very few of them spoke English, but I there was one, I said I've never tasted yeah. anything like this. This is, this is we yeah. don't have Italian ham like this. <laughs> you know, we got this fake no. stuff. No. And and she said, oh well, we still make it the same way it was made three hundred years ago. She said, we kill the pig on the day after Christmas, yeah. and then we cure it oh. until March, and now yeah. you eat it. <laughs> oh. And it was, and like and you that, said, it was so, like you said earlier about simplicity and everything. This was yeah. so natural to, this wasn't like 
out of the ordinary for them like it is for us. You know, to me, this was like, no, wow, and this is, this is the way we live, you know? That's, that's the beauty. That's what intrigues me is that what you just said. This is normal living for them. And when you start, as we get older, we start to think, and, and I'm like, wait a minute. Who, you know, we're all based on, oh, yeah, this, he's got X amount of money. You know, this guy, well, they're rich. They are rich. They're rich in a different way. Yeah. You, you following me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they they got it over us. They've been doing simplicity and life. And, you know, here I can't drink a, a glass of wine without getting a headache because of the sulfites they put in there. Mm-hmm. When I went to Italy... I could drink it all day long. It didn't bother me. Now, why is that? Okay. So it's a beautiful thing. It's all from Navy. You know, they're, they're doing this. They're making the bread. They're the olives, the olive oil. This is natural to them. They know nothing different. Okay. The hams. Yes. It's going to, cause it's not filled with nitrates like we do here. So that, that, uh, there's no words for that. You know, it just takes, I want to do it so badly. I mean, seriously, I would leave tomorrow to to do that. (laughs) I would too. Well, you know, we, I mean, well, we've, we've been looking and, and, you know, the amazing thing about my whole journey was, uh, you know, I found one cousin from my grandmother, fourth cousin from my grandmother's family from from Naples. Yeah. They're, you know, they originally came up from Calabria, but the nobles all lived in Naples, so that's where they all settled up around there. And through Chinzia yeah. helping me, and, you know, I'm saying, you know, who's this person and who's that person? And right. we started un- uncovering, you know, people. And I had no idea that my father yeah. has living first cousins in Italy. My father passed away. I wish he knew all of this. He passed away in, in uh, yeah. 97, but I had no idea. Okay. He's got first cousins in Naples. I know. And, and you know, I know. When we discovered, actually, Nicola found me just three months before we went on the trip, he found me. And yeah. uh, he met us, and then he said, You're going to come with me. And um, he took us to an apartment. And we get there, and he says, wait here for a second. And he went up the last flight of stairs, and I hear all this Italian going back and forth. And he says, okay, come up. And we met by three women in their 90s. Two of them are my father's first cousins. The other woman was married to my father's first cousin. And John, Uh, we're standing there in their living room, and uh, uh, Zia Ida takes out my parents' wedding photo with my grandmother's handwriting uh, on the back and shows it to me. Oh my God. I almost fell off the, I, 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 almost, I almost fell over. I couldn't, I, I got, I couldn't I believe got, it. I got goose pimples. Yeah, I got goose pimples. <laughs> you unbelievable. Know, so yeah, I just. Uh, and, and they, and they uh, were, again. they were more thrilled to meet us. They yes. were just ecstatic that we wanted to go there and meet yeah. them and, and drink with them. And, yeah. and you know, uh, they yeah. fed us, of course, you know, they had to feed us and pastries and limoncello and oh, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. You know? you're, you're eating 
but I hated one way or the other. You're eating, <laughs> and and I hated to leave there. I and you know we know. talked earlier about you walking down the street and you feel at home. Yeah. I felt yeah. like I was transported back sixty years. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, but only I was in well, the real place. I was in the real country, not not in America. No, you, you, yeah, oh. yeah, you were there, and you know. What may, what means more now to me, and, and I'm a cancer survivor since 2004, okay? Literally, I should be in an urn on, some, on somebody's mantle. Uh, I beat all the odds, okay? That's great, yeah. And I, 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 hope it, I hope I'm still alive because of one thing, so I could torture the kids a little bit more. <laughs> So I think that's why I stay alive. Now, now, but, now you have, know, your you go, have your children go gone? Have your children gone to Italy? Have they been there? No, 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 uh, no. That's why go. I'm doing the work here. You know, busy lives. But that's why I'm trying to get the groundwork done here. To go, hey, you can do this. You understand? So that's that's what the big journey is about this, you know? And... uh is to go, this is, and so I've been sending little snippets. Here's the town of a creek. Here's what it looks like. You know, I looked it up. I, I, I looked for homes for sale. I actually researched. Yeah, we're doing stuff. that too. I you know, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all attainable. It is all attainable. Yep. And, and what you said, you're standing there. Let me tell you something. When I went, if, if somebody came up to me and said, I got a small apartment you can have, we'll pay a little bit of money. You can flip pizzas all day long. <laughs> I would have sent the kids, hey, I love you. Here's where I'm at. I'm not coming home. I would have literally stayed, honestly. Honestly. That's how I feel. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's just a soul... God, it's just amazing. It, 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 I'm charged just talking to you about it because you went through the same type stuff. But we we went to go this back. town. We went to this town yeah. that that for anybody listening, if you ever go to Calabria, yeah. you have to. It's a must. Two places I'm going to tell people they must go. Uh, yeah. If you're in Calabria, you have to go to Sheila. S C I L L A. It was right. the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Uh, and, you know, oh. my wife even said the other day, she said, you know, when we got there, it didn't look like that much. I said, yeah, well, because we were up on the top of the, the, yeah. the, the hill yeah. or the thing. But you go down these winding streets to the seaside and the restaurants are all over. The restaurants are literally oh. on top of the water. And it's a big castle oh. up there and all of that kind of stuff. Um, oh. And then the other place, if, if you're in Naples area, uh, we went to, um, there's a, no relation, unfortunately, I wish they were, Sorrentino Vineyard yeah. on the side of Vesuvius. And um, oh, they had a wine tasting word. up there. And yeah. um, it was just so peaceful. And they, uh, yeah. and they they served you five different kinds of wine. And oh. they gave you a very, like you said earlier, a very light menu and incredible antipasto yeah. with with. The ham oh, yeah. and the cheese and yeah. all of that. And then spaghetti with the just fresh tomato sauce it's with like, like yeah. probably three or four ingredients in it. Uh, and then you know, yeah. a dessert made with their homemade jam. And you're just sitting there with the breeze blowing, looking at Vesuvius. Yeah. And it was just 
unbelievable. It's incredible. So, so in, in that situation where you, you just told me, who's the rich person then? They are. They, they are. They, Bing, bingo. They are. Bingo, my friend. These people, bingo. my wife. not about. My, my wife yeah. tells me every day, look at Sheila again. See if there's something there. And I said, there's a place that's right. You, you, you look out the window and the water's literally right. there's no land. You're looking at the water. She said, that's a little too close well, to the water. But, uh, it, it's, I, I'm telling you, in the, in the next, in the next uh, it might go tomorrow, but in the next two to three years, I'm going to either, the wife and I decided we're, we're going to either there now. Her her mom was born in Canada. We're gonna be maybe in Nova Scotia. Uh, now here's the funny part. When I lived in Jersey, I never went to Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. I never went there. I was so close. But we're going in September. Let's look up that way. But the way the heat is going, we want to go cooler. Believe it or not. But I told her, I says, I'm open to anything. Thank God that the kids are all doing well. They have their own lives. You know what I'm saying? We're free to do it. So do it. Because when they tell you, okay, you got cancer, you don't want to hear that. Somebody takes a big eraser and erases you out of the picture, okay? You don't know how long you've got. You don't know. Thank Jesus. I got good angels watching over me. That's why I'm still here today. And I had a great bunch of doctors. But the, 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 the meaning of all this is do it. Don't wait. Just do it. You know how we always go, oh, I should have did this. No. Yeah, go yeah. do it. So that, that's my point. And I'm going to do it I, one way or the other. But we're definitely going back in the fall because uh, it's cooler. And I want to go to Calabria because that's where the family's from. And we're going to look around. So I'm very excited about it. Very excited about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, us too. And, you know, we said we'd, we're going to go back. We, we didn't really have the time to look around this time, but we said we're going to go back and, and look around. And I have, um, again, yeah. I didn't know these people existed, but I have uh, my dad's got uh, first cousins in, in Toronto, or Toronto. They would say Toronto. I say Toronto, but they would say Toronto, T-A-R-A-N-T-O. Um, right. And... Um, that's Puglia, but just kind of on the border of Calabria and Puglia. And I said, we'll go. We'll, we'll you know, take 10 days or two weeks, and we'll just, that'll, yeah. you know, that's what we'll do. We'll look around and and see what we want to do, you know. My my daughter lives in Texas. She wants us to move there. So I said, well, yeah. you know, if we move to Texas, and you know, we could get a smaller place there and get a place and, you know, do six months and six months or something like that, you know. Well, that's that's kind of what we're thinking, you know. And and the beauty of it is, we don't need nothing big. We, you know, I uh, I looked at this one chef. He went back to look at pasta shapes that were being lost because the grandmothers were passing away, and they knew how to make them in these small towns. So he went to learn how to make these pasta shapes so he could bring it back to America and keep it going. And it was funny. You look at the kitchen and here. What, what do you see when you look at a, an American kitchen? Granite, this, shiny, shiny, shiny this, shiny that, right? So I'm looking at the kitchen. I'm going, look at that. There's a 50-gallon whiskey barrel there with a spigot on it. That's probably where the water's sitting, correct? Then there's a little basin under it. 
then they have like a like a little pit, granite pit or a rock pit, and they got the coal going or the wood going, and they got their little grill, and it's just, it's simplicity, Bob. You see what I'm saying? And I'm going, give me water, give me fire, give me a place to sleep. I'm okay. I can do it. I can do it. And, and these people do it all the time. That's their lives. They know nothing different. We don't need the pizzazz. So it, that's what's hit me, you know, later in life. I don't yeah. need the pizzazz. Yeah, no, no, I, I hear you. And, and uh, uh, you know, I'll tell you one more quick thing before we go. I, I, we, we were in Avellino. Yeah. And um, they they took us to this um, little olive oil shop, you know, artesian olive right. oil. They 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 bottle it. They do their own wines and stuff like that. And I thought we were going to be there for forty five minutes. We were there for like two hours, and they they had like, <laughs> you know, they had bread with olive oil and a few, you know, some ham. Yeah. And I figured, well, that's it. But then the the the, the wives of the two owners, they they had cooked five or six dishes. I mean, it's great stuff. But we were entertained by Libertore, 96 years old, playing the accordion, singing and dancing like he was 25. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And he was Isn't the happiest amazing? guy you ever wanted to see. Yeah. He was thrilled. Yeah. Dressed, dressed in, you know, dressed like a mountain costume. You know, it's just, it was amazing. And he played for like so, a power. He was going on and on and on. So that's what I'm saying. They're rich and all that. That's that. They, I'm envious of it. You know what I mean? I'm envious of it. So, but listen, uh, this was wonderful. Anytime you want to talk more, that'd be great. I'd love to get in touch with Francesco. Let's so let's stay in touch, please. I mean, uh, if you can help, that's great. I appreciate it. Uh, I love talking about it. Uh, so whatever, whatever we can do. Yeah, definitely. And if you, you know, if you have any questions about research or you're stuck on a name or something, just send it to me and yeah. I'll, you know, I'll see what I can find out. Uh, but if oh, you, you know, you're terrific. in good hands with Francesco. He's, he's one of the best with no question about that. Okay. Uh, okay, good. And yeah. And, uh, for anybody and, uh, listening, he's Francesco Curione from 007 Italian records. And he's, he's, like I said, a great guy. Um, and yeah. I'll send you. I'll send you all the links and everything, John. When I'm done, It'll probably be a few days, and I'll I'll send you the recording and everything. Yeah, that'd be terrific, man. I really enjoyed it, and I appreciate it. All right, thanks again. Take care. All right, ciao, 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 ciao.